all right everybody hey welcome back to the brown experience yes so excited that you guys have joined us today we are celebrating 9 11 september 11th 19 years ago um and um because we this is our platform because this is the brown experience uh we still want to acknowledge and uh, remember and uh, give gratitude for those who lost their lives, who sacrificed their lives uh, during that day. So if you join me and Javi for just five seconds of a moment of silence for them, uh, we'll be doing that now. Thank you. Javi, do you remember where you were on that day, September 11th? Oh, man. Well, you know, interesting part is that I was just thinking about it today. 19 years ago, I was actually a freshman in high school. I was getting ready. I remember turning on the TV as usual every morning right before, you know, going to class or before going to school. And, you know, the first airplane had hit one of the buildings. And then I remember going to school and I, I was riding the school bus. I remember the school bus was all silent, quiet. When you know school bus never really like that. Yeah. We get to school first period, and I remember my teacher had the TV on and we were watching the news. And then the second, second plane hits the second building, and we're just like, "This is real! Like this is a terrorist attack." I remember my mom, you know, calling me at that time. I don't think she even texted me. She was calling me on my cell phone, just to see that to take care of myself and be okay, and all that kind of stuff because she was hearing it as well at work. Yeah. So. Very sad. Super sad. Yeah. What about I, you? I, I was also in, uh, thank you for asking. <laughs> I was also uh, a freshman in high school. And I just, um, I just remember that moment, you know, when you see uh, those planes hit, when you see them, the second one hit and you see, or you hear uh, the news that there could be possibly uh, more heading for God knows where. And then you see one hit the Pentagon and almost hit the White House. You're like, oh my goodness. Like, is this it? Like, are they going to hit every, every city, every, you know, monument and stuff? And so, um, like you, I just, you know, I think even in one of my classes, they just turned on the TV and we just watched the news because I mean, who could teach on a day like that with such, uh, terrorism, such, um, you know, such horrific things going on. And, and I just remember that nothing was playing for like the first 48 hours, at least just 24 hour news, every channel just completely mm -hmm. fixated on what happened and uh, on that day, Javi, I, I, um, at least for me, you know, I just, something happened that day. And I feel like every American, um, you know, we, we let go of everything um, that just made us an individual. You know, we let go of religious beliefs. We, we let go of culture. We let go of anything else that makes us, you know, our own unique individual. We just focused on the country you know we just focused on uh one goal which is you know love and um and love for one another and love for country and um and on that day you know we got to see the real heroes you know i'm a big marvel fan you know i know right. you are javi too and uh, we love superheroes we love action movies and that day we got to see the real life heroes the uh, firefighters the police officers the um uh you know the ambulance the e amr workers all medical response workers um, just really um, <clears throat> sacrifice themselves and their time and you know even their lives some of them hobby right. 
no, I think, you know, I think you said it, you know, that day or maybe the, that month, you know, I think, I, I don't feel there was any sort of division in our country. I think if anything, it brought us all together. And even people who don't have a professional background being a doctor or a policeman, a firefighter, people from the community were coming out and helping out with whatever they could, seeing if there was any other lives. Um, I had the opportunity to recently go to New York and see the memorial of what it is now. And it's beautiful, but no one's ever going to forget, you know, what those two buildings were for us and for the nation. Yeah. for the nation is yeah so that's beautiful and so uh for those of you guys who are watching who are um native new yorkers who have had family who um you've lost in that tragic day or or have suffered a life-altering injury you know we just our hearts are to you just new york fellow new yorkers our hearts are to you we love you we're here on the west coast we're here in southern california but you know we're from on the furthest part of the country, but we felt it too. And, um, right. love you guys. And, and, um, doesn't matter just a Brown community, you know, all communities came together at that time. And, um, unlike today in 2020, 19 years later, I feel like Javi that our country couldn't be at more of a divide. And it's unfortunate that, um, that it's, it's come to that point. But, um, that brings me to the title of today's show. And today's show is going to be, do brown people exist in Trump's America? Javi, do brown people exist in Trump's America? Here's my thing, Will, and I'm going to go ahead and make a huge argument. It doesn't matter whether we're, if we exist or not. What really matters is that us, brown people, really get out there, register to vote, and vote. You know, and I would say this again over and over again to anyone. If we're mad about the situation that we're going through about the current president and soon, you know, you're going to be saying something that, you know, made a lot of Mexicans pissed off, made them mad. And my thing is that if you're not happy with the current situation, with the current president, we need to really get out there and vote. We really need to get out there and preach what we say, preach what we're being so argumentative about. We really need to get out there and make a difference. And I think it starts with our vote. If we have that leisure, we have that power, being an American citizen, we need to really go out there and vote. And I'll say that over and over and over again. We really need to go out there and vote just because that's the problem. We're not going out there and voting. And don't care if we don't matter to his eyes what matters is what us as a brown community brown you know we can do together here in the united states absolutely and mm -hmm. uh and i agree 100 percent. i think um you know we're me and javi and as the show progresses you're going to see we disagree a lot me and javier um, we disagree on a lot of topics um there's ultimately a respecting, but we can agree on some things. And the one thing that we do agree on is, listen, I hope you guys watch our previous show about uniting. Um, this is the way to do it. If you want your voice heard, you have to show out, you have to show up, and you have to be loud and be proud of who you are. And make sure that whoever it is that you're voting for, 
It could be one of a million candidates. It doesn't have to be just the two political parties. If whatever uh, person that you choose to vote for represents you and your ideals, just make sure and vote. For those people who say, oh, my vote doesn't matter, guess what? It does because you know what? It shows up on the demographic as to who you voted for, what percentage it happened. And guess what? If all Latinos united and said, we're going to vote for this person or we're going to vote for this person or even if we're going to be divided, but we're going to be divided in a certain amount, that's how our voices are heard. That's how our voices are heard. Mm -hmm. And so, um, again, echoing that uh, as we dive into our subject right now, Make sure, like Javi said, get out there and vote. We're going to have a specific um, episode just talking about voting and kind of how to go about that process. But right now, we really want to jump back into um, if our brown people exist in Trump's America. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a quote. Uh, this is from his 2015 announcement speech. Um, when Mexico sends people, they're not sending their best. They're sending people that have lots of problems, and they're bringing those problems to us. They're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're bringing rapists. Javi, how do you feel when you hear that? You know, the moment that I heard that, Will, and I, and I, and it was a topic going on for weeks from, you know, a lot of people. But I think what hurt the most is that I came to the United States again, illegally, you know, and speaking on behalf of myself, my parents, my dad and my mom, we're nowhere near rapists. We're nowhere near into the whole drugs. You know, yeah, we have might done things illegally, but if we get really politically correct or we go back to history itself, who here in the United States came the right way? You know? Well, not Unless even the Caucasians. It did. Was, not even the Caucasian the border crossed us. The border this was our land. Not. Mm -hmm. this, was, this was our land, and that's what people don't understand. The border crossed us first, right, Javi? <laughs> so, you know, and it's, you know, I think that moment when he said that, it was a no for me. And at that moment, I was like, you know, I respect any political party. I look at what the Republicans want to bring. I look at what Democrats want to bring, and I respect that. Mm -hmm. What I don't respect is when people get out of hand, for example, what Trump said at that moment. That touched me and that touched my family, but, you know, and it touched my people. And I could see why immediately, not just myself, but many other individuals, other Mexicans yeah. said, this is a guy that we can't have as president. Yeah. And this is why my people, you know, it's, it's specific people that I know that after Trump said that, it's been every... Everything that he's done in the last four years, it's been a no for him. And it doesn't matter what good stuff he's done yeah. or anything like that. You just don't forget something what was said four years ago. And I think that's part of our culture. That's part of being a Mexican. We don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> We're an emotional people. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and it's and it's good and bad. And, and that's another topic for another day. But um, I'll say this is that um, I think when you make a statement like that, uh, when you make such a blatant, blatant statement, which, by the way, uh, the Latino community, for those of you guys who don't know, is the second largest community in the United States. Um, of the numbers reported, we are close to 30 percent. Um, and so we're right behind the Caucasian population. And which, by the way, is also we can debate about later because that's also influxed with um, people like myself and my family who have been here for a long time. They identify us as non-Hispanic 
uh, which we are. But anyways, uh, when you make that type of verbiage, when you make the type of statement, you ultimately um, you divide, you, you kind of draw a line in the sand. And mm -hmm. I think um, you allow for other people to use their platform to speak in such a way to um, you arouse some of the darkest parts of people um, and you make it OK for them to express um, their thoughts and, and their mindset in, in that way, too. Um, that doesn't mean that, you know, um, there there wasn't always these voices, because I would agree. I mean, look at what happened in, you know, all of American history, um, from the African-Americans to the mistreatment of, of Native Americans, excuse me, first, then the African-Americans, and then ultimately us as well. Um, you know, there's always been that, um, that little bit of darkness of American history. But what you do when you make those statements is you give it a megaphone. You're on the platform with million cameras, and you make up a statement like that, and you, for lack of a better word, you piss off a whole second largest community in the entire country. <laughs> and so uh, the next four years are probably um, are not going to uh, be as smooth of a road as it possibly could have been because I think there were a lot of people. There were a lot of people on all sides who said, hey, he's a businessman, he's successful. Like, why not vote for him, you know? And then you say something like that right after you come down that escalator. <laughs> and people are like, mm -hmm. nah, that ain't happening. <laughs> I think that he understands business, whether you think he's a good business or not, business person or not, he is a, um, he does understand the business. Um, and I think that he used uh, the media to his advantage to um, get that free publicity. Ultimately, I think when you, you know, say those words, it's definitely something that can cause a lot of tension and division in the country. And that's how he started off his campaign. Um, again, I think this division has been there for a long time because there are people who are really racist out there. And um, there are people who, you know, uh, unfortunately. And, um, and you know what? I'm sorry to cut you off right there, Will. And okay. that's the sad part. You know, it's so unfortunate to see that because something like that was said, it made certain people and a lot of people show their true colors of what we really stand for. It feels that instead of progressing, we just regressed. I don't know if that's the proper word. Yeah. You know, we went backwards. Yeah. And we felt that under the administration of like, you know, with Obama, I, I felt for some reason that we were progressing unless, you know, there was many people here in the U.S. that just stayed quiet, just stayed quiet. But now it seems like the moment that he said that, it made it okay for many other people to become very racist. And that's yeah. the sad part. So like a fish rots from the head down, right, Javi? Um, that's an old mm -hmm. analogy thing. And, um, and I mean, listen, I mean, I look at life, I really look at life as black and white, just me personally. Um, and I look at it like, listen, we can look at our president and we can say, oh, well, you know, everything in my life is going wrong because of Trump. They did it when Obama was in office. They did it when Bush was in office. They did it when Clinton was in office. You know, what I mean? and life went on. Look at we're here in 2020. So I think the message that we're trying to send the brown community today is aside from the reverence that we definitely need to continue to do for 9-11, aside from that is one, you have to vote. You have to make sure that you at least are 
showing that you are a representation of your community. Mm -hmm. That you want your voice heard. That even if mm -hmm. somebody else is elected, that I am exercising a right that people literally died, got arrested, got shot with hoses and everything for. Women could barely vote 100 years ago. I mean, why are we so taking this? Pri this is a privilege. So take your right. privilege and vote and vote, vote, vote. And the second thing is, is that you must truly, Brown community, listen to me. You must truly believe that no matter who is in office, that you are valuable enough and that you are resilient enough that you can thrive under any president. Look at this president probably to you sucks. Obama probably sucked. Bush probably. There is no, look at all the candidates through history. None of them were perfect. So you right. Brown community, I encourage you and uh, we'll go back. We'll go to hobby right now. His thoughts on this is I want to encourage you Brown community. Let do not let a candidate define who you are. You define who you are, Javi. Definitely, I'm 110 percent on that. You know what you do for your community, what you do for yourself, what you do for your family. It's what's really going to define you. Yeah. And if you want more information, more information on how to register and everything, it's an easy site: www.vote.org. www.vote.org. And I'll put it right here, Javi, in the deal okay more information on your state you know on how to register uh you could do it through the mail you could do it in person you know there's many different ways so there shouldn't really be a reason for you not to vote Thanks. first thing is for you to register yes and go out there on november and vote vote for who you think it's the right person that's the privilege Absolutely. And uh, we'll have another uh, episode that's dedicated specifically to voting, kind of talking about the ins and outs and all that, and maybe even your local ones. But for right now, yes, we will put the website right here on the screen so that you can see we want to make sure and encourage our people to vote. Um, we are we are voters. Javi and myself are voters. Um, mm -hmm. uh, we want to encourage you to, to do so as well. Um, a lot of people think, well, my vote doesn't count, blah, blah. Uh, it does count. It does count. Um, right. Because what it does is it tells uh, the nation, this is who I am and this is who um, the, the, the candidate and the issues that, um, that most represent me. Right. Most represent me. And that's something that we definitely do not want to take for granted. And so um, in conclusion, uh, my brown people, um, do not let circumstance, do not let a person, do not let anything have that much power over you to tell you that you can't do something because just as that's going by, do not let your aspirations go by. You are in control of your destiny. We want to encourage you in that. And um, the Brown Experience is here for you. Um, again, you can um, sign on and promote with us for free, for free. And um, we want to make sure and do that for our people because we're, that's what we are. We're passionate about our people to make sure that, um, that they are, we talk about the topics that affect them because we are them. Um, <clears throat> and uh, 
we discuss, even if we agree, we don't agree. And um, we want to make sure that our people are represented. Javi, final thoughts? No, I mean, that's it. Well, again, go out there, register and vote. Register, register. All right, guys. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Take care.